Hola comadres and welcome to the Comadriando podcast. My name is Jasmine and this is my podcast where we will talk about all things life, family, work and business, relationships, maybe chisme, de todo pero con un cafecito. Hola comadres and welcome back to the Comadriando podcast. I hope you've had an amazing week. Um, as always, I feel like the weeks are going by so fast. But I'm excited for this weekend, and I hope you're looking forward to it too. But we're going to jump right into this episode because, comadres, we have some crazy historias anonimas, okay? You guys have sent me some amazing anonymous stories, crazy stories to share. And I thought I was going to be able to fit them all into one episode, but a couple of them are really long and really good. And I think what I'm going to end up doing is splitting them into like a part one, part two of your anonymous stories. Um, and maybe do this kind of episode maybe once or twice a month so that I can tell all of your stories. They're so freaking good. And bueno, pues, we're going to get started. So the first one goes like this. Our, our listener, comadre, says, Hola, I've loved your episode so far. So I think one of the craziest stories I have is when I was younger my great-grandfather passed away, and at the funeral, we found out he had a second family. He had been hiding for almost 50 years. <laughs> what the heck? They showed up to the funeral también, and he left them el terreno in his will. Oh, my God. It was so wild, and mi tías y abuelas still hold a grudge because they sold their terreno the land, before they even had the chance to make an offer on it. Fue una locura. Well, dang, comadre, yeah, it sounds like a locura. <laughs> that is insane. No, pues, wow. I mean, I think, you know what, this happened to Vicente Fernandez. He found out that in his younger, younger years when his dad passed away, that his dad had a whole other family because his other siblings showed up to the funeral and um, I think tried to take like his body back to um, some part of Mexico. No me acuerdo qué parte, but yeah, no pues, qué cosa tan, I'm sorry that happened to you and your family. Qué cosa, Dios mío. But moving on to our next story. This one um. Oh, this is such a good one, you guys, but it goes like this. I was hanging out with a friend, Sasha. We went out to eat downtown and we were bored. So I looked up abandoned sites near us and found out about one here where the Green Mile movie was filmed in. We went there after eating and when we pulled up, it was fenced off with multiple fences. So there was a fence that said no trespassing. And then there was about a quarter or half mile walk to the actual prison, which was also fenced off very creepy. I tell Sasha, okay, this is creepy. Stay in the car. I'll go see. That way, if anything happens, I'm faster. So I was going to be able to run back fast and we can get the heck out of here if anything happens. So I got out of the car and I hopped over the no trespassing thing. I started to jog towards the prison. I wasn't on the property for even a minute before I heard a helicopter and looked up and saw a helicopter coming from where the prison was and was passing over me. 
I thought it was random, but I also didn't think anything of it and kept going towards the prison anyways. When I got there, I was in awe of how crazy it looked. So I started taking pictures. I then noticed Sasha walking up to me. And I was like, dude, what the heck? You're supposed to stay outside so that if anything happens, I can run to you. And how the heck did you even get in here? She somehow had moved the post from the very front of the gate and drove her car through it, LMAO. I was like, what the heck? But whatever, take some pictures of me while you're here. So as she's taking the pictures of me, I all of a sudden noticed an unmarked van. And I'm like, oh, this can't be good. Sasha, come on. And we run into some bushes hiding. Because I'm like, this is an abandoned prison. Why is there an unmarked van? How creepy. So as we're hiding in the bushes, the van pulls up and a man in there starts yelling so loud for us to get out of the bushes. So scared, we get out of the bushes and he's questioning us like, why are we here? Where are we from? And as we're talking to this guy, a black Escalade come racing from around the prison. Like, what in the world? It was like I was in a movie. The Escalade pulls up to us and one lowers his window. And there are two guys in there that I can see. And I was shook. Like, what is this place? They question us and just ask how we got there, why, where we're from, our names, and if I had taken any pictures. I asked him, how did you know we were even here? He said, we noticed you guys approaching the premises uh, from the beginning. They threaten us and say we would be in jail if we ever went back there again. And yeah, we never plan on going back there after that. It suddenly all hit me that the helicopter was watching us from a distance and this was most likely a super secure FBI facility of some sort. Looking back at it now, I realize how dumb I was. Oh my god. Yeah, it definitely sounds like some kind of secret service um high security place, but how scary okay so i yeah comadres i 10 out of 10 do not recommend you go trespassing any abandoned places let alone a prison but i'm so glad you guys made it out okay and didn't get arrested porque that could have gone like really really wrong like imagine it on a it was a van de esos robachicos or something like that is so scary but yeah it's um that's definitely um, one of the craziest stories I've uh, I've heard. But like I said, I'm glad you're okay. Y pues, dang. But going on to our next story, um, one of our comadres sent us in. And this one's in Spanish, so I'm going to read it in Spanish. And then I'll explain it after and, and translate it in English for our non-Spanish speaking comadres. So that you can enjoy and understand it too. And then we'll talk about it. But it goes like this. En el 2012, conocí a mi esposo y empezamos a vivir juntos. Todo iba de maravilla hasta que quedé embarazada de nuestro primer hijo. Él se alejó mucho de mí y yo sabía que había algo raro. Un día, no sé ni cómo le hice, pero me metí a su Facebook y encontré mensajes con otra mujer a la cual yo conocía porque él me la había presentado como una amiga. Lo enfrenté y me fui de la casa, pero en realidad los mensajes no decían algo como que se habían visto o algo así. Simplemente como sabían ellos, uh, o como se hablaban ellos, no me había gustado y pues regresé con él después de los tres meses 
según yo, para que mi bebé tuviera la oportunidad de seguir con él. Pasaron los años y tuvimos a nuestro segundo bebé. Todo marchaba de maravilla. Teníamos problemas como cualquier pareja, pero un día mi mejor amiga se iba a casar y nos invitó a su fiesta. Yo a la familia de mi amiga los conocía desde que tenía 13 años, ya que yo y ella teníamos una amistad desde la middle school. Y pues bueno, ahí yo les presenté a mi esposo y ya que mi amiga nos sentó en la misma mesa que sus tíos, pasamos una noche muy buena celebrando el matrimonio y todo estuvo muy bien. Al cabo de los días, mi amiga me contó que su tía había hecho el comentario que él estaba muy guapo, o sea, el esposo de ella estaba muy guapo, y que le hacía un muchacho muy agradable. Y pues mi amiga me había dicho que tuviera cuidado con ella porque ella no respetaba y ella me había contado unas cosas de ellas durante los años que nos conocíamos. Y pues ahí quedó la conversación. Al paso de los días, me di cuenta que mi esposo y ella eran amigos en Facebook. Y se me hizo muy raro porque ellos solo se habían conocido en la boda de mi amiga. Y yo le pregunté por qué eran amigos en esa plataforma. Y él me contestó, no sé. Ella me mandó la solicitud y yo la acepté. Y me dijo que no le había mirado nada de malo. Yo le conté cosas que sabía de ella y le dije que por favor la borrara para que nosotros evitáramos problemas. Él no quería, pero después, aunque enojado lo hizo, pasaron unos meses y él empezó a cambiar conmigo. Y ustedes saben la intuición de mujer. Él no dejaba el celular en la mesa, como antes. Siempre lo tenía en su bolso del pantalón. Y aparte, le había puesto contraseña a su celular. Y eso a mí se me hacía raro. Un día que él había tomado de más y quedó dormido, le agarré su celular. Para ese entonces, yo ya había puesto atención a su contraseña. Y sí, amiga, pude abrir el teléfono. Y pues encontré que él tenía una página de Instagram con otro nombre, pero con sus fotos. De él y sí. Él y ella se seguían. Metiéndome a su perfil de ella, miré que mi esposo le daba likes a sus fotos y le comentaba a ella con corazoncitos y todo. Quiero reclarar que la tía de mi amiga era mucho mayor que yo, como 15 años, pero estaba operada y tenía un cuerpazo. Yo en ese momento sentí un coraje muy grande y le aventé el celular en la cara cuando estaba dormido. Él se despertó y empezamos a discutir. Y yo me fui a dormir al cuarto de visitas. Él trataba de disculparse conmigo, pero yo no le uh, quería escuchar. Al paso de los días, alguien me mandó unos screenshots por medio de un mensaje y pues eran conversaciones entre mi esposo y la tía de mi amiga, donde me di cuenta que llevaban tiempo juntos, casi desde que se conocieron. Y pues sí, ahí él se había acostado con ella y me había estado engañando todo ese tiempo. Um, ahí también descubrí que ella estaba embarazada. Ah, pero se me olvidó decirles que ella estaba casada también y ella no sabía si el hijo era de mi esposo o del suyo. Yo discutí con él y él me suplicó que no lo dejara, pero yo ya estaba cansada y lo dejé. Hablé con mi amiga y le conté todo 
y ella muy apenada me pidió perdón por lo que su tía había hecho. La verdad no sé qué haya pasado con ella en su matrimonio porque no me interesó averiguar. Pero sí me encargué que toda su familia supiera lo que ella había hecho. Claro, la culpa fue de los dos, no solo de ella. Yo, por mi parte, tengo muchos años separada de él y vivo más feliz que nunca. Hago las cosas que deseo, viajo y no tengo a nadie que me diga cómo vestirme ya que él me limitaba a muchas cosas. Vivo mi vida feliz y pues gracias por escuchar. No, pues wow. First of all, I feel like I need to take a breath because... Qué historia tan... I mean, bueno, okay. Before I, before I get into it and, and talk about the story, I'm going to um, now read it in English. And it goes like this. In 2012, I married and moved in with my husband. Everything was marvelous until I got pregnant with our first child. I noticed he started being very distant with me and things were just off between us. I don't remember how, but I got into his Facebook and I found messages with him and another woman. One that I knew because he had presented her to me as a friend. I confronted him and I left the house. In reality, the messages didn't say anything inappropriate or they had been seeing each other, but I simply didn't like that they were talking so much. Well, I went back to him three months later, mainly so that my child could have his father around. And as the years went by, we had our second child. Everything was going great, of course. Every couple has its problems, but... We were in a good place. Well, one day my best friend was getting married and we went to the wedding where she seated us with her aunts and uncles, which I had known them and her family for 13 years at that point because we were besties since middle school. Well, that day I introduced my husband to them and it was great. It was a great fun night of celebrating them and their marriage. A few days later, my friend told me that her aunt had made the comment about my husband being very handsome and that he was very charismatic. And well, she told me to be careful with her because she had told me some stories about this aunt throughout the years and we just left it at that. A few days later, I noticed my husband and her were now friends on Facebook. And that did not sit well with me because they had just met at my friend's wedding. I confronted him and I asked why they were friends on Facebook. And he said, I don't know. She requested me and I didn't see anything wrong with it. I told him everything that I knew about this aunt and what she's done and to please unfriend her to avoid problems between us. He didn't want to, but he didn't anyway in a very upset manner. Months went by and things started to feel off again. And ladies, you know that intuition we get. Well, he wouldn't leave his phone around anymore. He was super protective of it and always had it in the pocket of his pants and now had a password on his phone, which he hadn't had before. All this was a huge red flag to me. And one night he got drunk and girl, I was able to get into his phone after plenty of side eye spying when he'd unlock it close to me. <laughs> I found that he had another Instagram page with a different name, but with his pictures, And of course, they were following each other. And he had been liking and complimenting her pictures with little heart emojis and everything. Also, I want to state that my friend's aunt was 15 years older than me, but she had plastic surgeries done and was snatched. In that very moment, I was livid and I threw the phone on his face while he was sleeping to wake him up. 
He started arguing and tried to apologize, and I didn't want to hear it, so I went to sleep in the guest room. A few days later, someone sent me screenshots of messages between my husband and my friend's aunt, where it proves that they in fact had been hooking up since the time that they met at my friend's wedding. And she was pregnant. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, she was also married, and now she didn't know if the baby was my husband or her husband's. We got into a fight over it, and he apologized, made promises, and begged me to not leave him. But I was so tired and done with it all that I left him for good. I called my friends and told her everything I had just discovered, and she felt awful. She was so apologetic and embarrassed about what her aunt had done. I, to this day, don't know what happened to her aunt in her marriage, and I could care less. But I did make sure that her whole family knew everything that she did. And of course, it wasn't, it was both their fault and not just hers. But it's been so many years now, and I'm happier than ever. I do what I want, travel, dress how I want, since he used to limit everything I did or what I wanted to do, and I'm at my happiest. And we'll thank you for listening. Okay, now that everybody's caught up, oh my god, um, I'm speechless. Like, I've read this story, and I still, like, I can, I can feel that rage that she felt because I it's just it's it's a different kind of like you can't even see straight kind of rage but um what is up with these men what is up with these men that are cheaters and living double lives with multiple wives and kids and everything and i know que cosa i'm you know so sorry comadre that you went through this y pues Qué horror, and I am just so glad that you're in a better place now, que han pasado los años, and you're just happier now, y pues that's what matters, um, y pues sí, comadres, that is all of our stories for this episode, I still have a few others that are really good, and I'm going to share them, but like I said earlier, I'm going to split them up into another episode, and maybe do one of these like once a month, because, you know, a little chismecito, doesn't hurt anybody. Y pues sí, comadres. Um, you know, before I end every episode, I like to share a quote. And although this quote isn't really relevant to these stories at all, I just thought maybe it's something that could help us in our everyday and that we can, you know, remember when we're going through something um, relevant to this quote. But it goes like this. Fear kills more dreams than failure ever will. And I like that a lot. I think it's very true. But that's it for today, comadres. Um, as always, I love hearing from you guys, okay? I really do. I know I say it every episode, pero es la verdad. La neta, me encanta escuchar de ustedes. And I love to see your messages come through and all your little votes on my polls and stuff, on my stories. Y pues... Las quiero mucho, comadres. And if you've enjoyed this episode and you're not already, make sure you hit that follow button wherever you're listening to this episode so that you get notified as soon as I upload the next one. You can also find me on Instagram at The Comadreando Podcast to keep up on what's next. Y a echarle ganas, a ponernos las pilas y a ponernos más buenotas, comadres, because we got this. I hope you have an amazing week. Y pues ahí después hablamos. Bye.